time for the Sports Kita Wrestling Awards. Vote alongside these legends who I think are ready to give us their picks. All right, suckers, give me your pick for Sports Kita's Wrestling Awards Male Wrestler of the Year, Vince Russo. You go first. Male wrestler? Roman Reigns, bro. Acknowledge him, bro. Brian Danielson, baby. He had the best deal. No doubt. Dude, it should be Kenny Omega. He's one of a kind, just like me. Okay, guys, forget the men. The female wrestler of the year has got to be DMD. Dr. Britt Baker, come on. Big time Beck deserves it after her big time comeback. Speaking of comebacks, Brock Lesnar is back on top. CM Punk had the best comeback, no doubt. Bang! Yes, but MJF has him on the ropes. You know it, and they know it too. But you know, MJF is so good, you can't turn the channel. No moment last year was bigger than Rob Van Dam entering the Hall of Fame. You, you kidding me, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Come on, man. Guys, 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 you have to make up your mind quickly. We don't have much time. Tell me he did not just say that. Well, we have heard from the legends, and now it's time to hear from you. Go vote now. Sportskeeda.com backslash wrestling dash awards and vote to win exciting prizes. I really like the voice of that guy. He just sounds good. What's up, everybody? It's Sports Kita Wrestling. Top story of the day. The Hardy Boys are reunited, and it feels so good. That's right. Get those pink hosieries and cut them up and get them over your arms because we're going back to the 2000s, baby. That's right. The kids who jumped off garages are now in their 40s, and they're doing it on TNT. We're getting into that and the details behind the big reunion. Plus, Braun Breaker. Uh, what is his future? What is his future in WWE? Is it NXT? Is it something else? Scorpio Sky captured the TNT championship. Yeah, we put the graphic up there a little bit too early for you. We have details about him winning that championship and what what the how that all came together. What was the, the story and path that got to that? Plus, WWE 2K22 is coming out. We have a new series on uh, Peacock that looks to get evil and so much more. You've not hit the like button and you're watching live or watching on demand. What's wrong with you? You share the link or you stink. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Just signed for WrestleMania, Booker T and Kev Kellum. Suck up! Uh, uh, fives Stop in the it. chat. Fives in the chat. No, no fives <laughs> in the chat. No fives in the chat. No fives in the chat. What's up, everybody? It's Suck Sports Kid wrestling. <laughs> wrestling top story of the day. Uh, besides me getting a new Getting interview. wild on a Thursday. It ain't even Friday yet. <laughs> Uh, it's getting nuts here. I'm Kev Callum. That is Jose G and Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska. If he asks it, uh, two of us are bald three beards. There you go. You got three beards to the price of, uh, two bald heads. There you go. Uh, we'll get into it. We have a lot to talk about. We are fresh off the Hardy boys reuniting, uh, the most expected reunion of 2022. Uh, we're less than a month away from WrestleMania. We have a lot to cover here today. All right. But if you're with us live, go ahead and hammer that like button and jump into the conversation. 
Uh, Matt Hardy went on the record with Chris Van Vliet shortly after the long-anticipated reunion of the Hardy Boys on All Elite Wrestling last night. Jeff Hardy coming out to save the day after the uh, combined faction that Andrade and Matt Hardy had put together kind of dissolved, and they started to attack Matt Hardy and claim he was the weak link in their group. Uh, but Jeff had to pose and dance a little bit before he went into the ring and saved his brother. I know a lot of people were talking about that on the internet. Uh, but it was quite the moment. The pop was huge. Uh, they actually have their original theme music, which was uh, technically stock music that WWE bought. They bought a library. Uh, they licensed a library in the late 90s, early 2000s that they used uh, for some music that Jim Johnson made. So a lot of people asked, how did they do that? Because that isn't mu- that's just music WWE licensed for a period of time. They didn't exactly own it. Like they do other things. Yeah. So old, it made for, uh, it made for hard- quite the pop there, right? Yeah. And the whole, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. Like the old hardcore Holly music is all lumped in that too. So they could use the old hardcore Holly music if they really wanted to, too. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Parker Holly's coming, uh, is, uh, you know, dusted off the white boots here to come out no. and pick some people. It's here. interesting because I, I, for one, I popped kind of loud at home, even though we were expecting this to happen. Yeah. I was really happy that it happened. The crowd popped, but. For me, I don't know if it came across for the same for you guys. I didn't get that same energy, that big pop, pop, big, crazy energy uh, that would come from a big reaction like that from an AEW crowd. I didn't get that with Jeff Hardy from um, from this debut. I don't know if you guys felt the same, uh, but it was, uh, it was probably I mean, it was a good pop and the, the crowd was jumping up and down. Not, so. Yeah, it wasn't a bad pop, but uh, like across TV, when the audio, when you yeah. hear that big roar, it, it didn't come across that way. Yeah, to me. It didn't help that it was pretty much expected and like two minutes beforehand the crowd was chanting for jeff anyways so i they are all expecting jeff to show up and so that's probably a big part of it because it wasn't even a surprise it was Mm -hmm. everybody knew uh because matt was playing the cards ever since jeff got released and now wow imagine if we were live after this happening this would have been really cool if we were doing like a live post show after this oh yeah what Uh, aside here Uh, there were were a couple things that happened last night a couple, a couple things that happened last night. Now, uh, Matt Hardy went on the record here with Chris Van Vliet. Obviously, he's been dancing around this for months since uh, Jeff left the WWE and was kind John of Alba. His... John Alba. John Alba. Excuse me. John, John Alba. Alba. I know they have their podcast together. Explain this to me. Explain this to me. Yeah. So, uh, so normal now that Matt Hardy has his own show on adfreeshows.com, um, he is called the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy podcast. And him and John Alba jump into stories here now and then. And last night, Immediately after AEW Dynamite and after that segment was over, uh, John Alba caught up with Matt Hardy in the back to kind of tease the upcoming episode that's coming forward. Um, and John Alba asked him, like, what does this mean, return mean going forward? And Matt Hardy says, quote, I mean, that is the time for us to cement our legacy as the greatest tag team in all of space and time. Yeah. There's one last major title we need to win. And that is the AEW World Tag Team title, end quote. Delete! So uh, it looks like we're getting that. Looks like we're getting that very soon. To all the AEW haters that said uh, this does not mean anything, uh, literally when you wake up this morning, the YouTube clip of his debut over a million views overnight. People love the Hardy Boys, man. They're Big a deal. Legacy, they're a legacy act. They're an act that I think even casual fans really, really appreciate. The same way when Jericho went there. I know there's some people saying, well, Jericho's a big deal, but he's not as big as this. Come on. It's Jericho. 
you know, when when Daniel Bryan went there, Brian Danielson, it was a big deal. When Moxie went there, when CM Punk went there, if you want to try and throw water on a fire, you can, but it's going to burn right through it in this case. <laughs> that uh, was hilarious. He was dancing. Come on, Jeff. What are you doing? Yes, he was dancing when he was out there supposed to be saving his brother. He had to do it for a minute. It was a weird, like, cutoff dance. He's like, oh, yeah, I got to do this. I got to do this. Oh, my brother's getting attacked in the ring. I yeah, that was, that was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was still 50, 50 while he was getting beat up. I'm like, is Jeff going to make the save or is this going to be uh, something where he shows up next week? I can't, I think they did the, the right thing. I, I loved that sting and Darby Allen came out first. Cause then you have that stare down between Jeff and sting little TNA history there. Then you had the stare down between Jeff Hardy and Darby Allen, obviously Darby Allen drawing a lot of comparisons to Jeff Hardy, and now they're in the same damn ring. Uh, so there was just a lot of awesome in that segment last night. Interesting take on the, on this, Jeremy, is that when I saw that face-to-face with Hardy and Darby, mm-hmm. it almost seems like Darby was starstruck. Like, he was just could not <laughs> believe who he was. He, he, he couldn't believe who he was seeing or looking at in front of him. He, he, he needed all that time to digest and realize that Jeff Hardy was in front of him. I yeah. don't know if that came across the same way, but that no, it certainly did. came across. It did. It did. And, uh, man, it was a great segment. Um if, if this is a partnership with these four guys, not just the Hardy Boys, but if these four guys are going to be partnered up, man, there's going to be a lot of fun to be had with what they can do. Uh, yeah. And uh, I'm already seeing the funny comments like Jeff Hardy and, and Darby Allen in a car suspended 100 feet in the air death match you know it just the, some of the crazy the crazy stuff they could be doing uh obviously joking but they're, they're gonna have a match someday and it's gonna be tremendous great comment here from wallace lang thank you for joining the the conversation here wallace he goes i've been a fan of matt hardy for years i've been hoping that the hardy boys would reunite yes that's that's what you got you got what you wanted here let's get a news over on the wwe side of things braun breaker is no longer the nxt champion a shocking defeat uh by him uh, and that saw him lose the NXT Championship, to veteran Dolph Ziggler. I know a lot of people lost their minds about this. How can you do this? How can you do this? Well, guess what? You're talking about NXT. So I guess they did mm-hmm. something that made you care. So uh, people still care about Braun Breaker. There's been a lot of people who think that maybe he's the WWE Rookie of the Year of the past year, and that certainly seems to be the case. Uh, he won that title fairly quickly. He won that title with less than 100 televised matches under his belt. Uh, and the guy is of the lineage of the Steiner brothers. Uh, now we're hearing rumblings that the chances of him staying on NXT are shorter than longer. What's the latest on the future of Brian? I Rager? mean, come on. He made his Monday Night Raw debut this week, and Vince McMahon saw him and he's like, God damn, I need that guy. So, I mean. Can you blame uh, him? I mean, the yeah, guy well, wrestled. He looks like an action figure come to life. I mean, we all. He does. We all knew that uh, that he would be called up in 2022. It, it's a given. Um and I'm not surprised. I'm not. I'm not surprised that it could be uh, sooner than later. Um, I. I'm gonna. I don't know if. Um, I, I really don't know if they're gonna put the NXT title on WrestleMania. Sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. With Ziggler as the champion, you gotta wonder if. Uh, if maybe uh, something funny happens on Saturday morning, and that leads into something where the NXT title gets onto the main WrestleMania card. Because I, you know that Vince was impressed with Braun Breaker the moment he saw yeah. him. Uh, it, could be, it could be interesting. You know, they've never done the thing with um, WrestleMania now that it's a two-night event. They've never done the thing yeah. where they bridge the nights. 
Yeah, uh, and they've never done something where they bridged the NXT event that week into the main card either. So it, it'd be interesting mm-hmm. if they did do that. It was what interesting. Go ahead, go ahead, Jeremy. Well, I was going to say, uh-huh. what's interesting is Gable Stevenson, his uh, collegiate career is now over with the wrestling championships getting uh, uh, wrapped up here. Uh, so he he will probably be on Raw pretty soon, too. So it's going to be interesting. What if, you, what if you pair those two guys together and uh, start something like a faction or something with those two young guys? I think there's a lot of potential pairing those two guys up. Yeah, I think so. I think so, too. But just to kind of add on to that, and this is kind of – be completely out of left field right since we got this whole story with brock and roman culminating at wrestlemania with the unification of the titles let's just say for the sake of the argument that wwe does retire one of them and we only have one title nxt and raw have been working along with each other now for several months what if this is a move for nxt to be more featured on raw and have that title being represented on monday nights as well Mm, i well it's the same network so it's a possibility but i think i think a new title is coming instead i think like i said before on the show i think the universal title was created before fox did the fox deal came through so now they're going to create a title that isn't necessarily branded by a another network i think they're going to create a whole new title that is uh not you know the universal title which was the uh the parent company of usa so I, uh, I have no issues with NXT getting the rub on Raw. It's been effective. No. It, a- it added something mm-hmm. to these past few months of NXT mm-hmm. to see guys like that pop up and then vice versa to see people like that pop up as well. Yeah. So and, and if, if NXT is going to be the little brother to SmackDown and Raw, make it a strong little brother. Even though it's, it's even though it's not as big, that doesn't mean it can't be a show that you don't want to tune in for and have some interesting things on. Yeah, it's been nothing but exciting when AJ came down there, Dolph Ziggler now, Robert Roode, of course. If you're sleeping on NXT, this is a bad time of year to do it. I'm not saying that it's the best it's yeah. ever been, um, but they do feel like they've had some really good momentum and they're starting to get mm-hmm. into their pocket here with the new faces yeah. there. Carmelo Hayes is really coming into his own. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you, you have Mandy Rose is probably the best she's ever been is an on-screen yeah. character. I'm not saying she's having the best matches, but she really knows how to find that camera and cut some very interesting promos and really lean into that character. They have some people that are coming together. There's some other soft parts that are just kind of ridiculous. There's some things that don't <laughs> click. There's some times where I'm just like, oh, this would be a really good hour-long show as compared to a two-hour show. Yeah, and like <laughs> uh, you got, you know, you had a great match with uh, LA Knight and Grayson Waller. LA Knight, another guy that's Solid probably going to get. Yeah. LA Knight's another guy that's going to get probably called up soon. Uh, but you got you got Grayson Waller, you got Tony D'Angelo, uh, everybody loving Nikita Lyons, the the hype mm-hmm. behind her, and she's mm-hmm. only had one match. Um, it, it, it's 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 kind of really it's really trending upwards now. Is it going to catch that casual crowd? Is it going to catch the hardcore crowd? You know, we don't know. They had a nice bump this week, but it's a branded. They're certainly trying. They're certainly was a, trying on Monday yeah, night. It was a branded roadblock show, so uh, you know it's going to be interesting. Does it go back to the? low 500s or mid 500s that it's been on a regular NXT show next week. Good on them for getting that rating up and doing something interesting, especially this close to WrestleMania. Yep. Uh, backstage update on Scorpio Sky. He captures the AEW TNT Championship. Uh, this is his first singles championship in AEW. Of course, he held the, as you can tell there on the graphic, the AEW World Tag Team title. He was part of the first the World Tag Team team they had there. Uh, this is interesting. There's been a lot of people thinking that uh, since he dropped those tag titles that I don't want to say AEW is sleeping on him, but definitely treated him as a lower card guy, even though he was getting a lot of wins on their you know web series. It's like Dark and Dark Elevation. 
he wasn't as much of of a in-ring profile player. He would do some segments with Dan Lambert, his manager, with Ethan Ethan Page. They'd be featuring some tag teams, but he just wasn't the single star he was in 2020 or 2019. Uh, Now, here we are in 2022, and he's popping off again here with this TNT title that he just captured. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, from Fightful Select earlier today, uh, it is uh, appears that the AEW uh, that AEW has had uh, some of these big title changes planned for quite some time. Uh, Scorpio Sky won the TNT title, of course, last night. Fightful Select learned that the title win had been planned as far back as late last year. They were told that Cody Rhodes' departure caused a little bit of a hiccup, but a lot of what happened still went as planned. Uh, when Mero was still TNT champion, Fightful learned that Sammy would win the title, lose it to Cody, and regain it. Uh, there was a little bit of a hiccup there as Cody missed a week, but then everything kind of went back on track. And it, it also lines up into the long-term plans that match up with the world title as well, because Tony Khan said he knew who his first four world champions would be, and it played out exactly how he had it drawn. So they have a lot of long-term planning when it comes to their titles, which is uh, something good to see with the company. It is interesting uh, that, you know, if you're patient, some things pay off. You know, we've seen it with some people across the board in wrestling, and, and it's happy to see for a guy that is widely praised. It's just a great wrestler to finally get his shine and his moment. But I, certainly a heel, yeah. though, too. You know, they yeah. need more heel champions. And I, I think, think they it, need that. And I think it's going to be clear as day MJF's return to AEW is going to be when he costs Warlow the TNT title match. I think that's going to be a given. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's right. But I'm I'm extremely happy for Scorpio Sky, man. Yeah, I, I I've been a huge fan of this guy for years. Ever since he even before back in Ring of Honor, all the stuff that he did back then, man, this guy is tremendous. SE was so fun. <laughs> I know, dude. It was so great, and for 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 me to see him finally get that title and to be the first guy to hold the the tag and the TNT title. That's quite an accomplishment for the young company that it is. So congratulations to him. And I hope he gets featured more on, on camera and hope may he's his a, reign be long. Yeah. He's got a huge head start to become that first triple crown winner. You know, it's not going to be a, a complete long shot that he'll be a world champion someday as well. So it's pretty cool to see uh, that. And speaking of that match last night, what the hell Sammy Guevara missing a six, three oh through the God. table. Holy crap. Was that insane? That was yeah, insane. It almost looked like he broke one of his ribs or something. He might have. Because uh, you saw in his midsection where he was covering. I mean, he might have been selling, too, because probably with. But yeah. there was, like, a piece of bone, like, protruding. Like, it, when, it looked kind of nasty. When Ty, when Ty went to check on him, he was pointing to it. And so I don't know if it was necessarily a sell or not. So. All right. So tomorrow, if you're with us here on a Thursday, tomorrow is Freestyle Friday. The oh, SKQ yeah. and we take all your questions there. Just want to plug that if you're with us here on a Thursday, you think, hey, I like the show. I've never seen it before. Tomorrow. Uh, check it out Friday. That's going to be pretty fun. We know you guys like to do that. Don't drop those questions on us now, but we always want to prep you guys up for that. But before you even get to tomorrow, you have to vote now in the Sports Kita Wrestling Awards. SportsKita.com backslash wrestling dash awards. You can win a brand new Xbox Series X gaming console. You could also win wrestling merch and so much more. Go check out the panelists that we have like Booker T, like Renee Paquette, like, uh, ooh, I don't know, DDP and Vince Russo and many, many others who've all publicly shared their votes in the Sports Kita Wrestling Awards. Who's going to be the top heel of the year? Is it Roman Reigns or MJF? Who's going to be the male wrestler of the year, the female wrestler of the year, the match Ooh. of the year? All of those awards are up for your vote right now. 100,000 votes have been casted. The biggest wrestling awards already, and you need to be a part of it. Way bigger, 
way bigger than any other wrestling award out there right now. The biggest uh, wrestling awards by the biggest wrestling site. There you go. Roland Curtis, always always thankful for your uh, your comments here with the Super Chat. We'll get to this before we close up with our final story. Uh, I have a newly found appreciation for the Hardy Boys. In particular, the reunion was emotional for me to see Matt squeeze Jeff's neck. Yes, it was quite the hug. WWE offered Jeff the Hall of Fame in the Taker class, and he rejected it. Maybe he would have changed his mind if he knew it was Undertaker. Who knows, right? Uh, but yeah. n- neither here nor there. It was quite the, quite the reunion. Quite the reunion there. Quite the feel-good moment. No, no. No bad spin yeah. on that. And also, it's worth noting, they're going to go in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. WWE's going to put them in the Jeff, Hall of Fame at some point. Jeff ain't going without his brother. So, yeah, he was. He probably laughed his ass off when that was offered. Hey, kid, let me tell you something. We got something for you here, kid. I don't know if he laughed. Why are we, are we putting laughs in people's mouths? That's what I do. I'm a we comedian. <laughs> <laughs> so this was announced last year. And a slate of different things that WWE was working on in their now long-standing relationship with Peacock. So the WWE Network airs on Peacock in the United States. And a lot of fans love the documentaries. We were supposed to get the Icon series, but then they just stopped coming out. and No one knows why. But they're still pushing this series. And Peacock, the president of Peacock, was actually pushing this and mentioning this last week in a round of press interviews. A series called WWE Evil. It'll be executive produced and narrated by John Cena. It's interesting that John Cena is going to be doing this since he's the biggest baby face the last 20 years. A guy that's never been heel. Um, But he's a big star, so there's nothing wrong about that, right? His voice Uh, is everywhere. uh, The series is expected to focus on the villains of WWE and and the nefarious deeds that they have committed in and outside of the ring. Uh, It's an interesting take, uh, though this is just another spin on how can they do a documentary and frame it correctly. Mm -hmm. Uh, As much as people think, oh, all these documentaries, they've just been done, they've been done, they've been done. I actually think this is interesting because this will focus on how does a villain work in wrestling? How does a heel get their heat? What is the most heat they've ever gotten? Why did they play a certain role uh, to to put the shine on the baby face? The dynamics we all hear about in wrestling uh, and then focus exclusively on that. We, and, we have enough and, things that look at the heroes. This looks at the villainous side of wrestling. I, I'm, I'm into this. I, th- I'm, it, I, could, I think this could be actually be a really good job. And it, and it looks at it at one person at a time, too, uh, for each episode outside of uh, uh, when they go to the Brothers of Destruction. It's one person at a time, too, which is pretty cool. Quite yeah, cool. I always I always love when WWE does these documentaries and they dive deep into a, a character or to a gimmick for a match or anything like that. It always, uh, you know, brings out something you didn't know. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to this. It's just in a few weeks, right before it's WrestleMania week, bro. So that's probably yeah. going to be premiering that that week. So yeah, March March twenty fourth, March twenty fourth. That's when you. I, I would also I would assume because it's a streaming service, there are going to be a lot of people who are waiting for baseball to start. We know that baseball will start on April seventh. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so baseball's back. And the delay there is maybe going to give people a lot of extra time on their hands. All right, I'll, I'll get this Peacock thing and check out. Uh, I'll check out what WWE is doing before WrestleMania. A lot of casual fans do that. I know diehard fans just think it's about them. But WrestleMania is a show, along with the Royal Rumble, that really appeals to lapsed wrestling fans who only watch during the biggest period of the year. And this is that big period of the year. And there's plenty of mainstream names on there. To make them go like, oh, wow, oh, Logan Powell's going to get in there. He's going to take a 619 at WrestleMania. And wait, oh, John Cena's doing a show on Peacock. Yeah, I'll get it. That's the idea here. Uh, and it's a good way to utilize John Cena. If you can't get him in the ring this year, this is a way to make him interesting and a part of what you're doing. Yeah, I wonder if, uh, you know, I wonder if uh, the lack of this stuff on Peacock is in part due to the big deal they just signed with A&E as well. 
And, and, and I could see that though too. Uh, yeah. They did. You did mention that they did sign a deal with A and E to do more of those biographies on legends. Uh, they'll have a lot of them, by the way. Uh, those will go on for a significant period of time. It's a bigger deal than the first one they had. And they got more uh, and, shows planned, too, on top of that. Yeah, and they have more shows planned on top of that. When will those shows make their way to Peacock? It's not exactly clear. It's not exactly clear when that's going to happen here, too. So certainly uh, big things coming here uh, and rolling along. People saying the best documentary series is Dark Side of the Ring. It's the best. Uh, so I have other people saying that and other people saying they really love the, the, the WWE documentaries in general. I see your comments here. One thing that people are anticipating, it is already out in some cases, depending on where you are, you can get this game. WWE 2K22, the downloadable content packages that will roll out here in the first few months of the game being out, kind of giving it a little bit more shelf life than just the average thing here have been rolled out. Some big names are part of it. Yoko Zuna, Zaya Lee, Mr. T will be a part of it. Uh, Logan Paul will be a playable game the character Stacy Keebler and Cactus Jack, just to name a few. We have the full list up now at sportskeeda.com. Uh, Jeremy Bennett, you are very indebted into the world uh, and, and in deep there in the world of gaming. We've heard some bad things about 2K22. I've heard some good things from well, some people that played the game and said it was a, a marked improvement on the uh, disaster that was 2K20. A lot of, yeah. mixed, a lot of mixed stuff right now. The, uh, you know, and uh, one of the biggest gripes about 2K22 is the roster. The roster is severely outdated, and it's not just because of uh, uh, releases and things like that. There are are people that have been there a long time that are not in the game, Um, and some of that's going to be made up with these uh, DLCs. you, know, you got Ilya Dragunov uh, that's going to be in the in the one of the packs here in May. Uh, Casey Catanzaro and Omos are going to be there in May as well. Pretty cool to see Oma- Umaga be in that first pack. Actually, that's April 26th. Pretty cool to see Umaga in there as mm-hmm. well. Um, uh, Indy Hartwell, uh, a kid who's going to make his debut on NXT next week. Uh, he's in there from the UK. Uh, MSK is going to be in June's uh, release as well. Do drop at the end of June, along with Rick Boogs and Ronda Rousey all together, uh, which is weird. This is called the Clowning Around Pack, and Ronda Rousey's in it. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, Doink the Clown. Pity the Fool. Mr. T's Clowning Around. I'm my mother. And... Uh, <laughs> Ronda Rousey, no British mama. Bulldog, Dewdrop, and Rick Boogs. Now, Rick Boogs does like to clown around a lot. And then the final pack in, in, in the middle of July is going to have Rob Van Dam, Logan Paul, Machine Gun Kelly, L.A. Knight, yeah, Zia Lee, and a Commander Aziz. So they are going to kind of make up for some of the lack of uh, updated rosters with some of this DLC. But at the same time, that's uh, something that uh, is a, a kind of a big negative for the for the game so far. Is that these characters aren't in the game right away? Well, I, you know, it, it, they've had two years to develop this game, and some of these guys have been around that long, if not longer. So it's kind of it, it's kind of sad that some of these guys are not in this right now. So. At this case, at this point, I just hope the game's good. You know right now, I mean? the like, right like, now, like make a good game, and yeah. I, you can figure out the DLC stuff later. <laughs> right, on. right now, the meta score is thirty points higher than than two K twenty. So that tells you it's already improved by a lot. Um, people I've talked to say some of the glitches, the funny things you see, the videos are they happen a lot fewer and far between uh this time than they did in 2k20 so and overall be, you, you, you expect some game. you expect some patches to fix those glitches oh yeah come out, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah so yeah you're gonna see uh, stuff like that uh so yeah the game will be out in most markets within the next 24 hours if you're watching this so look forward to that easy attack with a super chat thank you so much easy attack we really appreciate your yeah. support of the channel appreciate you, easy 
sup guys it's chris ely uh i was wondering who do you think seth will wrestle at mania if cody rhodes thing doesn't happen braun breaker maybe i know everyone's thinking that cody and and seth rollins is just a big thing but we have to take out the needle. I don't have a needle to do this, guys. But there are these balloons that just envelop and get hot air filling in them on the internet. And they get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And you know who's not putting any air in these balloons? WWE. Uh, so uh, so WWE has never told you you're getting uh, Seth Rollins versus a returning superstar or someone he's never mm-hmm. faced before. They haven't told you who he's facing anyone. They haven't told you if he's even going to be on WrestleMania. Is the entire storyline with him since Monday going to be he doesn't make WrestleMania and he's a big star and he can't handle it? Um, so we don't know. I, I, I know people take speculation and mean that, but there is no one, and there isn't anyone reporting wrestling that has inside sources that has said that Seth Rollins versus Cody Rhodes is a plan because WWE doesn't even have Cody Rhodes under contract as far as we know at this mm-hmm. point. We know no. they've. They've had extensive conversations. Those conversations have been ongoing uh, and that Cody Rhodes is indeed a free agent. And when he was asked about it, he sent Fightful Select a picture of his dogs. You know what I mean? So, and God bless Fightful Select. They've got Speaking of of another guy that's not putting air into any balloons is Cody. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, so as much as I know fans just want to know, I want to know, I want to know. Here's the thing. As much as you guys bitch and moan about WWE, you certainly want to know who's having matches at WrestleMania this year, don't you? I'll tell you what, whoever said that in the chat, uh, Brom Breaker would be interesting if Cody doesn't come through. Obviously, yeah. I mean, me, I said Cody because that was the top of my wish list. Sure. I didn't realize it was actually going to be rumor unless uh, unless the dirt sheets are using us for rumors now. Hey, all right, great. Uh, <laughs> m- make sure you tune in. Uh, <laughs> we'll take so, it. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, you know, Brom Breaker against Seth, man. Seth would sell his ass off against him. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, that'd be an interesting uh, thing there. Um, I, But again, He's probably going to be competing for the championship at Stand and Deliver. So who knows how that's going to uh, end Here, up. Here's an interesting one from Stephen Chambers on Facebook before we head out. Does Pat McAfee dance during the Nakamura theme in the game? I don't Is know. Is he going to be sitting on Michael Cole while we hear that? Sitting on his head. I'm Googling it to see if there's anybody that's got video of Shinsuke's entrance. Is uh, Pat even in the game as commentary? He should, he should be in the game, or maybe he'll be a DLC. He'd be. A oh, is he? DLC. Is he in commentary? I don't know if he's even on commentary in the game. I'm not aware uh, of that. If anyone has the game yet, let us know. I know. I know some people were able to get the game early, um, but I know most markets. I bet it's it. probably just Graves, Saxton, and Cole. Yeah. Uh here's a question before we sign off here. I know you're a console guy, right? You're a console guy, Jeremy. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm not a console guy. I'm a Steam guy. Is this a game I should get on Steam? This is just a selfish question. I mean, I'm just I just don't prefer to play on PC. I like to sit in my recliner and 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 I've been a PS okay. guy from the beginning. So okay. I'm just not a PC guy. So I mean, if you got the PC to do it, I don't I don't know. Not. I've I've a laptop, but it, it eat up a lot of space too. I, I do work yeah. on there too. So I'm like, ah, it might be a little bit too much. Yeah. So worth worth asking. I, I literally just wanted to ask that question for myself. I think that's fine. I think I can do that from time to time. <laughs> yeah, it's Cole Saxton and Graves. So there's no McAfee in the game. Uh, we have a lot of content coming at you before WrestleMania, the Mania Minutes, which is something pretty cool working on for our social media channels. If you haven't followed us yet, go ahead and give us a follow on the Snapchat and the Instagram. A lot of little bits that you can jump into right there. And the TikToks. Uh, and the TikToks. We got oh, the that, TikTok that, as well. That's key to TikTok. We got TikTok now. All right. I'm not, I guess I'm not a teen. I don't know about the TikTok. Yeah. So what are those TikTok dances again? Jose, do we have any of those TikTok dances ready to oh, go? Man, you know, you could go like this or you could just do the wave or you, just, <laughs> you know, just be like. 
boom, you know. Whenever we do a TikTok thing, we make him do that <laughs> hand dancing. Check out, you, you guys can check out mine. So just check out my Yelsey. Shout out, shout it out, dude. Whatever. We're at the end of the show. It's right there. Jose G official, right there. All right. Jose G official. I didn't know if it was any different. All right. So you can follow him on the Instagram as well at Jose underscore G underscore official. Uh, also on the Twitter, the same thing. Jeremy Bennett active on the Twitters as well at JB Huskers and follow me at Kev Kelm. I will be live in Green Bay, Wisconsin tomorrow at the Lyric Performing Room uh, in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I'll did be you say, well. did you say Green Bay, Wisconsin? Yes. What? And as a Chicagoan, I believe. Mr. Uh, Kennedy. If he's at a show, I'll talk to him. It'll be fun. Kennedy. I'll make no mention of football because I don't want to get into that fight. Uh, oh. Packer Bears fight. I don't want that. Oh, yeah. Did you hear the big news? Uh, big trade. Cleo Mack is on the market, which is just crazy to me. I just crazy to think that's happening. The deal's here. done, apparently. And yeah, gonna, it looks like a little cap space clearing because all yeah, the guys look, looks like that. You know, that, that thing happens this time. Didn't even year. get a first for him. Come on. What are you going to do? All right. We will be back. We will be back tomorrow uh, and we will cover everything going on in the world of wrestling with your questions on screen. It's a freestyle Friday in the SKQ&A. And if you haven't done it already, go ahead and hit that like button. Go and get your votes in for the Sports Keto Wrestling Awards. It's your last day to do so. And remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing, which is what? You got to enjoy it. Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. Talk to them. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out!